0: Welcome to the Nurse Shark Academy Show, a Baxter Professional Services production. Welcome to the Nurse Shark Academy Show, where we are experts in nursing and experts in business. I'm Tina Baxter, and I'm your host. And today's guest is Barbara Gaynor. Barbara is a registered nurse for over 25 years um, and is a patient advocate and legal nurse consultant with Braddock Consulting and Advocacy. Welcome, Barbara. Hi, and welcome to the Nurse Shark Academy. This is Tina Baxter, and I'm your hostess for today. And today we have Barbara Gaynor, who is joining us. Uh, She's a legal nurse consultant extraordinaire and a patient advocate. And so I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell you more about what she does. Hi,
1: Tina. Thank you very much for inviting me to your podcast. Uh, Hi, everyone. As Tina said, my name is Barbara Gaynor. I am a legal nurse consultant and also a patient advocate. Uh, With regards to being a patient advocate, it's just about helping uh, to um, help people navigate the complexities of the healthcare system. So helping them with that and also with the legal nurse consulting, educating uh, attorneys and helping them with their cases. Those are the things I like to do.
0: All right. Well, thank you. Now tell me, what made you or why did you become a nurse?
1: Uh Ah, that's interesting. Well, when I was younger, I wanted to be a doctor and then things didn't work out that way. So I said, okay, I'll be a nurse. And I grew up in Jamaica, so I didn't like their system. (laughs) So anyway, when my family um, migrated here to the States, I went into nursing program and enjoyed it very much because I love helping people. You have a lot of, you know, people trying to, and families, you know, wanting you to help them with certain things and you go, okay, let me just learn about it. And things just intrigue me. I like to watch Dr. Kildare. (laughs) I'm dating (laughs) myself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and his, and his nurse, Bonnie. <laughs> so, you know, those were my inspirations growing up. And I really do like it. You know, I love, I love medicine. I love nursing. I love teaching um, and just helping people understand what's really happening with them. You know, for men, I kind of, when I'm trying to explain things to them, I put the analogy of a car, you know, for women, sometimes I put the analogy of, you know cleaning products or you know child rearing whatever it is just so that it it clicks to them because being generic and saying well you have heart failure well what does that mean you know is my heart going to stop right there and then well no and then we go into the education and I like to show them you know the pictures and that sort of thing so you know doing those kind of things that's my joy that's my passion you know um, as a wound nurse, it was, it was amazing to me to see somebody come in to the clinic with a gash that was just awful. And then to see it, you know, after you put the wound back on and then there's granulation and you can see, you know, the healing process, it's just amazing, you know, so those things I love. <laughs> so what
0: was your first nursing job?
1: Wow. Wow. So my first nursing job, I started off as a, well, started off as a CNA, then an LPN, then an RN. So as a, as an LPN, um, I was working in a nursing home and uh, just making sure that, you know, my patients were, were, were good, but I was very, perplexed with the amount of medications that these poor people were on day shift and you start giving them like 10 20 pills and then they just sit like zombies and it's like so I went into rounds with doctors like did we do something wrong here are we you know overdosing these people and stuff I, I got myself into trouble but you know for me There's got to be a reason. Did we not stop some medications and stuff? So we started doing reconciliation on medications and found, yes, that we were doubly doing these things to some of these poor people and also their quality of life. That's the main thing. So uh, working in that field and then I, you know, left from there and started working at a doctor's office. Uh, That was very, very interesting. And then left from there and went into IV therapy at the same doctor's office. Um, Sorry. Um, Working with them, uh, doing IV therapy and getting, you know, educating people about what the antibiotics were and what was really happening as far as uh, how it, how it, you know, metabolized in their body and teaching them, you know, making sure that they drink a lot of fluids, that sort of thing left from there and started working in med surge at another hospital. And there um, I decided I've got to do (laughs) BNRN. (laughs) it was an RN that kind of ticked me off because she was doing some stupid stuff. And I'm like, if she's getting paid to do such stupid stuff, I might as well get paid to do the same kind of stuff, you know, but even better. So I went ahead and did my, did my RN and stuff. And that was, that was really, really a a good change for me. Um, Went back into the hospital, worked um, ICU and, uh, telly, um, worked all the year, P- pack you, that sort of thing. And then I just said, you know what? This is too much for me. It's not giving me the passion that I really want. So I went into working for hospice. There was a hospice company in Florida that I started working with and doing admissions. And that was where I found my niche. I was just in love with hospice. And then when my mom got sick, I'm like, well, I have to change tactics. So I started working for one of the insurance companies, being a case manager for them. Um, and that was, that was a, also a, a very interesting um, career that I did for about three years until my mom passed and then moved here to Ohio. Mm -hmm. and went to work for another hospice company which I really did love and then while working there I'm like hmm there's still more to be done so I heard about legal nurse consulting and the Vicky Malazzo program went into that and so in 2015 I completed that program and uh, did that um, did my legal nurse consulting part-time while still working full-time, totally enjoyed it. Um, you look at cases and you go, uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm one of those people that loves looking at medical records. (laughs) I
1: I love looking at medical records, but my thought process is, what were you thinking? Oh gosh. You know, and, um, And then trying to explain to the attorneys exactly what it is, you know, is really happening and teaching them about procedures. You know, some of them, I used to show them YouTube videos, like, okay, this is what really is taking place. Okay. And these are the things that, you know, were going on. Um, And so did that until COVID hit. And the company that I was working for, the hospice company I was working for, um, wanted to know about all of our, um, health issues and whatever and age. And so, as you can tell by my hair and my
0: age, <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're like, well, so sorry, you know, you can't do admissions anymore. So then I transitioned into doing triage, which is something that I did before, um, And worked on that there, but that was during nights and I am not a night person at all. And so um, 2000, the end of 2020, I just said, you got to sink or you got to swim, but you know, your company is going to have to do it. So Braddock Legal Nurse Consulting, um, which I started in 2015, was born and um, did that but when COVID hit, things started drying up. So uh, you kind of reinvent the wheel and pivot as everybody was doing and stuff. And so I did some other other nursing, um, n- nursing things. And then last year, I reinvented again my company by adding advocacy to it. Because I realized that you have a lot of people that want to ask you questions call you well mom did yeah what is this or Barbara um I'm having a pain in my neck do you think is it? and I'm like I'm not a doctor
0: <laughs> I, I, I know that I'm a nurse practitioner and I get <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know I'm like I'm not treating you but I am you know I would go I have, see your doctor and ask him about this or that exactly or the other.
1: <laughs> I had my girlfriend call me from Florida and said my son got caught and there's all this Jelly stuff coming out. I'm like, take him to the ER. But what is a jelly? Well, that's fat. I've seen you. So you need to get him to the hospital so he can get sewn up. Mm -hmm. or, you know, so, um, so just doing those kind of things. And then with the encouragement of others, they said, well, just do advocacy. You know, you, 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 you're so passionate about it and teaching people. So just do it. So I did my research and found out that I could get certified. So I did that. And so my, I changed the name of my company to Braddock Consulting and Advocacy and it's been going very well.
0: (laughs) Oh, great. That's wonderful. And so you're located in Ohio, but you can do advocacy um, all over the country is my understanding.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I have clients in New Jersey, Georgia, you know, anywhere um, here in Ohio, and the network is just and the support for advocacy is, is is phenomenal. And when you talk to people and say, well, you know, you're a patient advocate, they go, can I have your card? I always know somebody who wants something. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things that people really, really want that because it's awful when, you know, you go to the doctor and he's talking and talking over you and rushing through the visit. And you're like, uh, what did he say? You know? And CDC has it on their website about you know when you're going to the doctor what you should do you know take somebody with you or you know ask them if you can record uh, the conversation because inevitably you've not heard half of what he has said and the instructions and everything so um, for me I attend virtually uh, appointments with my with my clients and then I go ahead and give them a report. And saying, okay, this is what has happened. And this is the plan that you need to follow. What's and they are so appreciative of that, you know, what to do. So, yeah,
0: it's, it's
1: good. I really, really well, enjoy it.
0: That's wonderful. And so uh, let's back up a little bit because you mentioned uh, working for hospice and doing that. And then starting your legal nurse consulting uh, business. What made you want to start your own business?
1: you know i never really thought about it i really know when once i the conversation happened in the office one evening when somebody said if you had to do something else than working hospice what would you do and it automatically came out to me um you know legal nurse consulting and they said why legal nurse consulting and i'm like well i like the legal you know aspects of things and too many things are happening that people are getting the the raw end of the stick you know when it comes to you know having good patient care given to them not that it is the fault or that somebody willfully did, did it but there is there are consequences to our actions so doing that that helped me to make that decision to go ahead and do the course, and so then I'm going okay, fine. And in the course, that's when they say, "Well, you're gonna have to do you, you know, your business side of it." And I'm like, ah, uh, business. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you didn't oh, even know that it was a, I a didn't, business? <laughs> I, I,
1: I totally, totally different, all out, out in left field. And so then I had, uh, had the opportunity to, um, to mentor under one of the instructors in massachusetts to see how their day went and how they set up their office and stuff like that i'm going oh okay so i guess i'm gonna need to open a business (laughs) i just thought i would just do it and that would be the end of that and then um going through and um i was i registered with um the woman's business Uh, center here in in Cincinnati and also uh, got um, score mentors yes that helped me and I'm still still having to to um to talk to score too you know it's a free resource and helped me to really actually get through what I needed to do and then I belong to a Facebook group called the CEO Society And that has also helped me a great deal Um, more. uh, The company is more planning and consulting. And the name of the girl is um, Sonia Moore. And so what she did was she did a strategic plan for me. I call that my business plan. (laughs) Because (laughs) we were talking about business plan. I have no idea what a business plan is. What are you talking about? But Sonia went ahead and she did this strategic planning, and I, 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 I—it's like my Bible. I do not do anything without it, and the support in the group is just awesome. And we read a lot of books that will help us, um, you know, with the business to get an understanding of what's really happening. So it's a learning process every single day. Um, But being my own boss has been. It's given me the freedom to to travel, to do things that I want to do. And I look forward forward every day to doing it. Is it hard? Absolutely. Is it challenging? Absolutely. Does it make you tear your hair out? I have short hair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the rewards once you once you 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 see that client. Say thank you so much for helping me, or you know, an attorney say, "Wow, you've done such an excellent job." You know, it it it's it's just rewarding. So it's very hard for me every day. I look at LinkedIn, I go, "Okay, what job can I apply for?" <laughs> <laughs> or, or I get texts. You know, we have uh, travel nursing, and I'm like, I haven't been at bedside in over hmm. 15 years i don't think i could do that again
0: no so i don't okay. think i could do the bedside again <laughs> and that's because yeah. i i must step away as a nurse practitioner so all that stuff you know i haven't started an IV in gosh 15 years you don't wow. want me to practice on you <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had the need to. We have IV teams for that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. But no, I mean, wound care. Sure. I could probably do that, but I'm more into the administrative stuff. No, um, Mm -hmm. bedside. No, but with these practices with legal nurse consulting and advocacy, I still have to maintain my license. Yes, absolutely. You know, so, um, can't do without it. Right? Well, we
0: we have a say to nursing. Once a nurse, always a nurse. Right?
1: Always a nurse. Always we're like a
0: nurse. The, the mafia, right? <laughs> <Once> <laughs> you don't get out. <laughs> you try to get luck and they suck you back in. <laughs> exactly. They'll, they'll call you, try to recruit you. But yeah. you know what? It's funny in the nursing home, I saw a couple of residents who were former nurses and they're still trying to work. They were still trying to get on the job and get on the cart and were telling the nurses what they were doing wrong. (laughs) And there's nothing like an old time nurse
1: to tell you, look, you know, you should have been doing this. You know, why are you doing that? It's like, okay,
0: exactly. The field of nursing is so vast. There's so many mm-hmm. different things that you can do, which is one of the reasons why I have this program is just to talk to different nurses who are doing different things and to, to learn about your journey. So one of the things that I, I like to ask is, what were the biggest uh, business challenges that you faced and how did you overcome them?
1: Oh, the biggest challenges... I'm not still facing that, Well, financial is one. That's the main one because um, at the time I still had my boys at home. And so as a single parent and, you know, paying the bills and trying to set up a new business, that was really, really difficult. And so learn learned about, um, you know, taking out a business loan and I'm like, oh, God. But I had to do that in order mm-hmm. to really get my website up, get my um, get my um, cards done, get you know my marketing material and things like that, and also to help with exhibiting. I did one exhibit um, in Indiana, as a matter of fact, and that went that went over well, but it I didn't get any cases from that. And that's one of the drawbacks I find with exhibiting. So, talking to a lot of other legal nurse consultants, they say they just attend the um, like the trial lawyers association conference and that sort of thing. It's cheaper to do it that way than it is to exhibit, and you get to be more personable. And have a, have a you know better conversation with them. So financially, that was financial was a difficult one. And really, just even learning the business, the business aspect of it. Yes, you understand the nursing, but understanding you know you you're dealing with invoicing, you're dealing with cash flow, you're dealing with um, you know how to. Put away money for taxes. How to do all this? So a lot of books
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, had yes. to be read. Uh, one book that I I follow to the T, I use it as my reference book, is a book called Profit First. And using that book, um, another um, book that I I use is um, oh, what's the name of it? Value Value Based Fees you know, trying to Mm -hmm. get you to understand what, what it is. And, you know, you put a value on yourself as saying, okay, fine. For all the years of experience that I have in nursing, um, there is a value for that, but you can't overprice yourself to the point where if you're going to charge $5,000 for a retainer fee, well, you're not a lawyer, right? Right. (laughs) you know? So you have to be reasonable, but understand what's what what's really happening, and what are you giving for the fee that you're charging? Would you yourself pay this fee for your service? That's how I look at it. Um, it may be, yeah, maybe or maybe not. You know, everybody's still looking for a bargain, but then it's a service that you you offer. And an attorney told me one time, don't ever um, excuse yourself or, or belittle yourself for not charging what you are worth. So, you know, so those areas there. Yes. Business, financial part of it. So yeah All
0: right. So <laughs> our final question will be, if you had um, one tip that you can leave for our entrepreneurs and our listeners about how they can go further in their business, what would it be?
1: Wow, I would say before you before you hang out your shingle, really and truly research what it is to do, the business side of it. Um, Yes, you have your knowledge and you've done your education and stuff. And yes, some of these courses give you a 90 day package and tell you what to do and how to do it. But brass tacks, you have to know how to build. You have to know what your foundation is. You can't be scrambling uh when you know an attorney calls you and says yes i want to hire you and you're going on your computer and looking to say okay how can i get this Really, do your back end, set up your back end first always set up your back office first so that once that happens you are good to go you don't have to worry about it you you have a system that you can say okay fine put this person's name in, you already have the packages and stuff that you need to do and boom, with a press of a button, it's all gone. And you can make money, you know, in your sleep that way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I said that's some great advice. I certainly agree. Putting that foundation in place is going to be critical to your business and, and making sure that you have great success. So I want to thank you, Barbara, for coming on and sharing with us today. And for those of you that are listening, this is the Nurse Shark Academy. I'm Tina Baxter, and I'm your hostess. Uh, Please uh, go ahead and like and subscribe to our podcast and share that with others in the community, particularly nurses that want to know about uh, different fields as an entrepreneur. And if you're an entrepreneur and you're a nurse and you would like to be a guest on the show, go ahead and contact us and we'll talk about getting you on one of our segments. I want to thank you for tuning in and listening and have a great day.